Welcome to the Charlotte Business Podcast, the podcast where business owners in and around the Charlotte, North Carolina area share their stories, their struggles, and the obstacles they overcame in growing their business to success. We hope these stories are an inspiration to others wanting and trying to start their own businesses and give consumers a better understanding of our local business community. I am your host, Sebastian McShane. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today we will meet a wonderful woman who you can't help but smile when you're around. Maida Sanoi is from India, and she has found a way to help artisans in her home country by being an agent for them and helping them to sell their beautiful handmade crafts to a worldwide market. This gives them the ability to sell their locally made crafts to a wider market and helps them to earn more money and have a better life in India. India is an amazing country and I would almost call it magical. It is a country I have always wanted to visit and hope to be able to do someday. A few interesting facts about India are that chess was invented there. It is the seventh largest country in the world and has the second largest population in the world. India has never invaded another country, has the world's biggest democracy, and has the world's oldest and continuously inhabited city. With all those people, you can imagine the struggle many of them have to face just to survive and thrive. Meta allows a few of them the ability to live better lives and share their artwork with the world. So let's get to the podcast and hear Meta's story. So how you doing? I am good, Sebastian, and I am right now in my store. Okay, and I'm awesome. Giving live through my store, so yeah, it's fun. Yeah, so we're also on your live stream to. You say your WhatsApp group or your Facebook? Yeah, group? so um, uh, so with the Abhivyakti, I have a Facebook page where mm-hmm. we have over three thousand patrons, all organic, never been paid for. They're the people who loves handicraft and art and culture. So uh, I'm broadcasting live on my Facebook page as well. Okay, cool. Well, hello to everybody out there on Facebook. Nice to have you join us. Thank you. <laughs> so guys, all of you who are watching our live video, so let me tell you about Sebastian. Sebastian, he runs the Charlotte Business Podcast by the name of Charlotte Business Podcast, and he's a great guy. I've been following his work, and he interviews people around Charlotte who are into small business and who are trying to put their voice out. And I'm so grateful for Sebastian to interview me today for Abhivyakti. And yeah, here is Sebastian. Hi. <laughs> great to be here with uh, Medea. She's a great person. I met Thank her, you. met her and she's just got a bubbly spirit. And I just, I love talking to her. Plus Thank she has a you. neat accent. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. <laughs> okay, I'll try to work. Okay, so I'm from, I am I was born in the capital Delhi, and I I, I will call I I am a very friendly and a homely person, and I would call myself as a pan-Indian woman kind. So after my marriage, I came to Charlotte with my husband, mm-hmm. and since then Charlotte has become my second home. I'm here for 11 years and have a seven-year-old daughter, Gauri. Okay, so what was it like growing up in India? Okay, so growing up... sure it's a lot different. It was different. 
was good. So I traveled. I've been a curious child. So I enjoyed traveling and exploring and asking questions why you do it and how you do it. Mm -hmm. And then I had spent most of my childhood outdoor. I was never an indoor person. And talking to people was something I enjoyed doing it. And then I spent so much time with my grandparents. So knowing the old history, stories, and you know, art and culture, that's how I grew up. And I don't think so there's any state in my country where I have not been to. So yeah, traveling and stories and elders were part of my growing up. Cool. So growing up, what would you say was your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it? Okay, that is very exciting. So thank you for asking this question. So while growing up, my biggest challenge was English. It sounds huh. funny, but yeah. So what happens is India is basically a Hindi speaking country. We, right. Though we have 5,000 languages, but the predominant language is English. And I had no idea how to speak in English. My spoken English, my written English were horrible, absolutely horrible. And my parents, they worked very hard for me to get a grasp of language, but somehow we never sit eye to eye, like with the language. So yeah, so finally I took a courage. I taught myself how to speak English, how to write in English. So yeah, English was my biggest challenge while growing up. How long did it take you before you mastered it? Uh, I don't say I have mastered it, but yeah, it was. Uh, it took me almost a uh, ten years to come and speak without breaking up. Or earlier, I used to speak, think in Hindi, then translate uh -huh. in English, and then speak out. So eventually, I realized that unless I think in English and speak out in English. Only then it will be like, okay, I know how to speak in English now. Yeah. And then um, in India, we, when we speak Hindi, we speak like over 60 words a minute. You know, it's a fast spoken language. Yeah. So when I speak in English, it's like as good as I'm speaking in Hindi. Uh -huh. So at times my good friends say, hey, do you mind repeating what you said? Can you speak a <laughs> little slow? So <laughs> I... <laughs> So I still think that it's more, uh, what do you say, a work in process. Okay. So it's coming along well. You, you speak better than a lot of white people, I know. Oh, <laughs> a lot of Americans. You. I don't think it is a compliment. Thank you so much, Sebastian. <laughs> all right. So tell us about your business and how you got the ID for it and how it began and all that. Okay. Great. Great, great, great. So first of all, my business name is Abhivyakti, which is a Hindi word, which means self-expression. So like when you are doing podcasts, that's your way of self-expressing. Some love, someone loves to paint or someone loves to cook. Everyone has their own way of expressing themselves. So that is Abhivyakti. And how I got the idea, it's a very interesting story. Mm -hmm. um, what had happened was I was visiting India to prepare for my brother's wedding. So when you have a wedding in the family, the budget is not a constraint. You end up, you want to spend more money because you want to have that perfect wedding. So there was this big fair happened by the name of Shilp Ramam in the city Hyderabad, India. And me and my mother, we were like looking around for guest invites and envelopes and you know, all the wedding written favor. So we went to a booth over there. They had made a beautiful stuff carved on the tree bark. So the each a thickness of the tree bark was half an inch on that with the help of needle they had carved different messages 
it was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. So we bought stuff maybe worth $90. It wasn't much. Right. And Sebastian, what happened was that's when, you know, when I talk about it, it, I always get the goosebumps. So what happened in that booth, the grandfather, the son, the wife, the kids, everyone came out of their booth and they folded their hands and they bowed down to me. It was more like a sign of gratitude. See, I'm again, I'm getting goosebumps. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm so thankful that, you know, you are doing such a great service to my country. And they're like, you are the only one who ever bought our stuff without any bargain. And they had traveled over 3,000 miles in a wow. very hard condition to sell their stuff. And I was like, no, you, you guys should be, we should be thankful to you. And what you are charging is just peanuts. And then they said, no. So, and suddenly it hit me so hard because I was living in US and I can see how handmade are celebrated here. And over there, my own country people who are so talented, they were, they were struggling to eat even a basic meal. Mm -hmm. So I felt ashamed. I felt like, you know, something needs to be done. So that's where my parents said that, look, charity will never solve the issue. If you want, you know, you just do something about it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to change the way we buy handicraft. Cool. So yeah, that's how my Abhivyakti started. So my whole idea is to let people know the real value of Indian handicraft, how beautiful it is, and also to revive the dying art and make sure that everyone loves and respects the makers. That's awesome. So everything you. you sell is made in India and shipped here. And then you yes, sell it. It's all made in India. It is all handmade. Mm -hmm. And it is all fair trade. So we pay all the taxes, duty, everything. And then we bring it here. And I'm sure that they make more money selling it through you than they would I in India. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. All they, okay, so one thing which the compliment which I always give, get is from them is like when they work with me, they feel, they actually feel like an artist. Mm -hmm. They say when we deal with, with other vendors, we feel like a businessman. But with you, I'm an artist. Okay. So, you know, that's a compliment. Talk about some of the things that they, that they make that you sell for them. Okay, so okay, what I'm showing you here is a nice design with a pan paper cut. They make things with a paper stencil. We have things in leather. We have things with stone. They make things with metal. Uh, we have paintings uh, which are use natural colors, natural dyes. And then I have wooden toys which are handcrafted with the wood and there's no chemicals. So it is, they all use natural colors to paint it. So some of my collection, the art form goes as old as 600 years. You know, wow. it's a 600 year old art style or craft style, which they're still continuing today. Wow, that's awesome. So it's all very organic, I guess you could say that, huh? Oh yeah, very organic, <laughs> very much eco-friendly. Yeah, that's that's cool. So, um, okay, what, was, what do you wish you had known before you started this business that you didn't know that was difficult. Uh, what I know before I started the business. Yeah. So when I started my business, I was all alone. There was no support because nobody knew how to do business in my family. Uh -huh. And now I have, it's a like, you know, it's a quotation which says I started my journey alone, but now I have a car mom with me. So now I wish if I knew that time that, you know, go ahead on this journey, you will make good friends and you won't be alone anymore. 
That's so cool. yeah, I would have been much more less nervous to start my journey. That's awesome. What do you think were your, your unique skills that helped you start your business? Okay. My unique skill that helped me start my business would be I'm very friendly, mm -hmm. I'm warm, and I'm extrovert. And the biggest strength I have is I don't know how to lie. I just <laughs> can't lie. Yeah, I just can't. And I know it's hard and I should not be like this in the business world, but I can't lie. And I keep up with my words. I honor my words. That's cool. So, that's, a, that's a good trait to have. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I wish you more so people much. had that. <laughs> I wish so. Thank you. And if they don't have, ask them to come and work with Abhivekti. They will learn it. How to be honest. <laughs> Uh, what's your favorite memory related to starting your business? Oh, my favorite memory with my business. Hard oh, days, so many. Okay, so when I think, the two memories come straight up. So when I started, my baby was like 10 months old, so she was still a diaper baby. Mm -hmm. So there were times when I'm putting a booth and my baby needs a diaper change and there are clients also in the booth. So I'm like, Okay, so I was selling handicraft while changing my baby's diaper right <laughs> on my booth. Yeah, so that was the most memorable memory I have. And then uh, sometimes like we had a small car and we had no idea how to go about it because budget was tight. So in that small car, I'll have table, chair, merchandise, my tent, everything. And then it will pour. So, you know, every time we open our trunk, people were like, oh, are you sure you're going to put everything along with the baby stuff in the small car? I'm like, this is what it is. And we'll pick it up. <laughs> so, yeah, there are a couple of good memories I always have. Well, that's awesome. Uh, so, Thank how do you, you primarily sell your stuff? You go to craft shows? You sell it online? Okay, so... I go to craft store, uh, craft shows, as you have said. I go. I have a Facebook page. I have a website, and then I have a physical store here. Okay. It's in Concord. So all those things where I just sell my stuff. All right. And yeah, awesome. I have an Instagram too. So yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, what was your biggest failure? Failure, and what did you learn from it? My biggest failure, and what did I learn? So. To be honest, Sebastian, I never, um, for me, it's always, I'm always about learning. And, and there's no competition in my head. So, so since when you are learning every single minute, so I don't think so there is any scope of failing. Okay. If I fail at one place, I know that this is the lesson I need to learn and just keep learning. So yeah, there's no competition, no, fa no fear of failure. It's a journey. That's a good, another good trait to have. Thank you. <laughs> You're like an amazing person. <laughs> oh, thank you. So yeah. I knew, I really like your energy. I, it's so nice and warm. I was so nervous before this interview. Oh, really? I, well, I can see how yeah. you became successful because your whole attitude is like, well, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. I'm just going to keep doing what I do. Exactly. And make you it work. Go with the journey. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people need to learn that. <laughs> thank you. It's thank all a journey. So I like that. It's all a journey. Thank you. Yeah. What advice would you give someone wanting to start a business? Okay. Wanting to start the business. I would say, you know, just listen to your heart and do it. Mm -hmm. Your instincts knows exactly what you want, how you want, and when you want. So have a blind faith and just take a leap. Okay. That sounds good. Thank I you. I like that. I like that. <laughs>
Thank you. Uh, what is there, if there even is one, is there any common myth about your business or field that you would like to debunk? Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Oh, good. The common myth is that Medha as a person makes ton of money through a business. So that's <laughs> a myth. <laughs> that's a very much big myth. No, I don't make any money out of this business. <laughs> It's a fair trade, so no, that's a myth. Please bunk it. Wow. <laughs> Alicia, it's you, funny you admit that. Well, I guess if it's true, it's true, right? You got to be doing yeah, something though, because are you, are you yeah. so are you primarily just doing this to help your your people in India, or I mean, you could make a little yes, bit of something? You don't so, make anything? Okay, so I would say that I'm very grateful to have a steady job. With My, my husband has a steady job. Mm -hmm. And that is sufficient for my needs. But when I meet the people back in India, they are in worse situation. So what I make is just to keep the taxes space and to cover the overhead cost. That's all my intentions are. Okay. Money making has never been on my plate. No. Yeah. And that's very noble. I like that. Thank you. And I'm Thank sure you, all, the, all the people whose, whose artwork you sell are very appreciative too. Thank you, sir. Um, what's the best resources you have that helped you along the way? My best resources, okay, which helped me along the way, let me think. Okay, I think I know the answer. Um, first of all, it's a convergence business community, the CVC meeting where we met. I've been a member over there for almost three years, and I'm the uh -huh. youngest one. And the amount and the wealth of information and experience I gained there, it's tremendous. I can't see myself growing without them. Then another, there is a very popular fair in India called Dastakar, which actually means the artisans. Mm -hmm. So that is the best resource for me. And then lastly, there is a small business owner in India. She has a brand name, Prove India. So she's my best resource person. She teaches me so much. Oh, that's cool. Thank um, you. What's the one thing that came out of your journey in growing your business that you didn't expect? Uh, okay, what in growing? Uh, <laughs> let me think. Okay, so I think in this journey, I have understood that there are many people out there who believes in my dream, who believes in my mission, my vision, and they are ready to hold my hands and move forward. So right now, my idea is just not my own. My dreams are not my own, but it's uh, like, you know, it's like a big sisterhood. There's a big give out there who are ready to walk together with me. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you. All right. Thank um, you. We're going to move on to our shotgun round. And this is around okay. a question. This is around the questions I ask all our interviewees. And it's just okay. more for fun and to get to know you more as a person. Okay. Sure. So let's move Bring on to our, on. okay, let's move on to our shotgun round. If you could turn back time and talk to your 18 years, 18 year old self, what would you tell her? I would tell her that don't lose hope. Love is right around the corner. When you're turning 19, you're going to meet him and you're going to marry him. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Um, Thank you. What's the most important thing you've learned in your life? Huh. The most important thing I learned in my life. It is about to be compassionate and honest. Mm -hmm. What's your best tip for making the world a better place? Talk. Talk, talk. to people. Yeah. Talk. And the more you talk, the better the world becomes. You cool. just talk. And what's the best compliment you've ever received? 
okay so the best compliment was someone decided to marry me and ready to live <laughs> with me for rest of the life wow <laughs> he's a lucky man <laughs> yeah so okay. i would say the best compliment was my name changed from miss goel to mrs chinoy so that's the best <laughs> compliment for rest of the life wow that's cool okay if you could have dinner with any three people living or dead who would they be and what would you talk about okay living i, I would go for living person not the dead those who okay. are gone may their soul be blessed living will be first is mrs sudha murthy she is the founder and chairman of infosys international so she has a, she works with the soul she has a passion and vision and she works with the people at the grassroots level that's the first one i want to work uh, dinner with or you know meet her second one i want to meet is mrs laila thayar she's the one who organized the india's biggest artisan fair where only the handmade or you know artisans are ready to participate so she has a similar vision and she does it on a large scale so i want to sit with her and talk to her and learn from her and lastly i want to go out on dinner with my sister aditi she is fun she like in her company you can never go bored you will be laughing <laughs> and giggling so yeah she is my third person i would love to go with okay awesome um so with all this covid-19 stuff going on um right. has it affected your business or your artisans in india at all okay so in india yes they have been badly hit because india is heading for the fifth month of the lockdown and things are way tighter than what we are experiencing here uh-huh. and most of my artisans they had no money to even buy their food <clears throat> one of my artisans he lives in a remote corner in india like that cities that place is called jharkhand and when we reached him out we got to know for a whole week he and his entire family did not eat anything because there was no money to buy food wow yeah so this is one of the case like that i know so many artisans who are struggling to get food or the raw material but as far as in us we just made certain changes to you know keep the momentum going it's challenging but we are able to keep up yeah that's good that's good and i india is is a lot more condensed with people so i can yes, understand sir. why they were more secure in their lockdown than they were we were in the us and uh, Correct, i had a i had a friend of mine recently tell me um uh, when the when our stay at home orders first started and you Correct, when you had to go to walmart and it didn't have toilet paper and then didn't have you know necessities and people waiting in line he made the comment of you know this is how people in third world countries live every day ah and it was oh. like well, that's the realization it is so you know we really yeah. can't complain as americans because Before, even we still got a good here <laughs> and in india like rules were so tough it is still tight that you cannot step down and buy your grocery yeah it's like once in a day it's fixed because again the because we are over 1 billion people so things will spread very fast in a that big country yeah. with a lot of people yeah well hopefully everyone out, out there is doing fine and all your artisans are are going to make it and it, it struggle yeah. but they'll they'll come through yeah. it So um yeah good okay so uh, how can people get up with you how can people get up with me i have facebook facebook uh, you can reach out to me email i have my website and instagram and another thing which helps us the most is we are la- we have launched our gift cards 
So all the money you invest for the gift card is going directly to the artisans who need some money to buy their basic grocery. And then okay. we have curb pickup. We are giving visual store tour. And we also introduce a new concept called pay now and pick later. Uh -huh. So yeah, right. we are trying our um, best. So if you would give out yes. your, your websites and your Facebook name and all that so sure. people can find you. So uh, my website is www.abhivyakti. This is a b h i v y a k t i dot com, and my Facebook is Facebook slash a b h i v y a k t triple i. Okay, and I'll put all those in the show notes so people can find you and and look, link up with yeah. you. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. And also my number is there. So just give me a call and we will be reaching out to you. Okay. Where in Concord is your store located? We are located in the mills at Rocky River. Okay. And if you're on I-45, 485, so it's on exit 36. Okay. Awesome. Well, Medea, it was great talking with you again. And it's been so long Thank since I got so to much. see your smiling face and your bubbly Thank personality. You. It's great to see it again. Thank and, you uh, so much. Thank yeah. you for interviewing me. It was oh, a yeah. pleasure talking to you, Sebastian. Oh, yeah. It's always good talking to you. And I love listening to you talk. And uh, I love Indian food. So I'm going to come over one day and make some food. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, always. oh yeah, yeah. Please. I, it will be a pleasure to, you know, serve you some really Indian food. And I'll make sure that I'm not touching the heat and the spice for oh, you. Oh, I like the heat and the spice. That's the best part. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, that, I had a, that would be lovely. Yeah. I had a so couple friends. Enjoy. I have a couple, well, not anymore, they moved on, but I had a couple of friends from India and uh, mm -hmm. they used to take me to the Indian restaurant in, near the college. Um, and uh, of so course, I don't know what, I don't know what to order. So I just say, order something for me. And they say, you sure? And I say, yeah. <laughs> so they order something for me and they bring it out. And, you know, they, usually they ask, do you like hot and spicy? I said, yeah. <laughs> so they bring me out a plate. And uh, it was funny because the first time my friend I was there with, um, he, you know, Mm -hmm. It's tr tradition in India to break off a piece of bread, dip it in, right. and eat that. Correct. And I had my fork, Correct. and I Correct. saw him, how he was eating, so I put my fork down, and I joined him the same way, and he, he thought that was really amazing that I would do that. <laughs> That's love. So, okay, so here is a live dinner invite and lunch invite to all the listeners. Okay, <laughs> so what you eat on the Indian food out in the market is not the real Indian food. Right. It's very remixed and changed. So my home is open. I love to cook. So Be careful. I, I invite <laughs> all the listeners. Yeah, whatever crowd. So yeah, come over home with your friends and family. I will cook with you. And here's the thing. In India, I will serve you food on a banana leaf. Uh -huh. And you have to sit crisscross applesauce and eat <laughs> with the hands. If you can do it, you are welcome. And I'll give you a real taste of India. Awesome. Right in Charlotte. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Thank okay, Maria. Sebastian, I'm looking forward for your, your visit with your family to my home. Okay. We'll, yeah. we'll arrange it. Absolutely. All right. Love to cook. Well, and love again, to cook vegetarian food. So, yeah. yeah, we are vegetarian. Okay. Well, again, it was great having you on a podcast and I uh, wish you all Thank the best. You, continued success in, in your endeavors and to your artists. Thank you, sir. And I wish you good luck with your podcast. It's a great channel. I always listen to your podcast. It's very informative. Oh, thank you. And hopefully maybe some of your people in India and following you on Facebook and will join yeah. us and follow the podcast as well. Yeah.
Sure, sure, sure. I'm uh, I'm going to share all the links, and I hope viewers and all the listeners can enjoy what you do. You do a great service to the community, and I'm so grateful about it. Oh, thank you. All right, Medea. Take care. Nice talking to you. Thank you. Thanks Same again. here, sir. Thank you. Made it is one of the most wonderful people I have met. I have had several friends from India over the years and have found them to be a humble and loving people. I love how they look at the world and the love they have for their culture. I have found my Indian friends are always happy to share their culture and help me learn more about their homeland. Plus, their food is amazing. You should check out Maida's Facebook page. She has live broadcasts from her shop where she not only shows some of the products that she sells, but gives you a real understanding about the history and traditions of India and the artisans that she works with. Her live streams are an education into her culture. You will find links to her website and Facebook page in the show notes. Live streaming on Facebook and other social media platforms is one of the great ways to get information about you and your business to the masses. But why use video at all? Video is 53 times more likely to show up on page one of Google and text. And people are three times more likely to watch video than read the exact same content in written form. Video can create emotion, excitement, and a desire to work with you. You can use it to help increase your growth, raise awareness of your message, demonstrate credibility, and in the long run, it can save you a lot of time and money. So if you have a business and really want to start using video but have no idea where to begin, let me suggest creating a video business card. This is a good starting point for companies who are new to using video because it's an overview of what you do. These videos can be implemented in several places, starting on your website's homepage where it's the first thing people see. Other areas include social media and playing on a loop of trade shows. Anytime you would verbally introduce what you do, imagine you could play a video instead, which in two to three minutes quickly and clearly outlines your, for new customers who you are what you do, and how you can add value. This normally includes one key interview with a company leader, which personalizes the business story and really builds a human connection. We can add some cinematic illustrative footage outlining all the most visually engaging aspects of your company and often with some positive video testimonials from customers. These videos are pretty easy to create and you can make them with your smartphone. But if you would like a more professional and polished video to use to introduce your brand to the world, contact Subtomic Productions. They will help you create awesome videos. They will help your business stand out from your competition. They have created videos for many small businesses in the Charlotte area, and those videos have helped those businesses attract new customers and increase their sales. Subtomic Productions can help you get the word out about your business in the best possible light and can do it for less than you are probably paying now for other forms of advertisement that are not nearly as effective. Contact them today and let them help you create great content that will get you results you need. Contact them at info at subtomicproductions.com. That's info at subtomicproductions, S-E-B-T-O-M-A-C productions, all one word, dot com. As always, I would like to thank you for listening to the podcast and ask that you rate us wherever you get your podcasts. This will help us rank higher in these platforms and help us to grow. We are Charlotte's fastest growing podcast, and we owe that to you, our listeners. So thank you for all you do to help us grow, and we hope that you are getting value from each episode. If you have any questions about the podcast, 
or if you run a local business and would like to share your story, contact us at charlottebusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day and stay safe.